Welcome to Living Your Success, the podcast that is creating a new paradigm of success. We're breaking down the definition of what success needs to look like, exploring the path that leads you there, and redefining it for you so you can bring your own version of success to life. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. Megan Diaz here. I'm excited you're joining me today. Um, Today is going to be a quick one. I had a thought that popped into my mind today, and I decided I wanted to just hop on, turn the microphone on, and record it as a podcast. Because here's the thing. Sometimes the messages that we get that we're meant to share with the world actually come when we least expect it. And that's exactly what this was. Okay. Now, a lot of these messages and these, some people call them downloads. If you're spiritual, you might consider messages from, from God, from source, right? A lot of these ones come to me when there's two times of the day that they come. One is when I'm in the shower, I am a full on water baby. Um, so when I have, when I'm around water, I am always the most relaxed, the most open, the most um, at ease that I possibly can be. And the other times that they come are when I am driving my children home from preschool or to preschool, for some reason, the drive just puts me in the state of mind where my, my wheels turn and I'm just open and receptive. Okay. Now what happened with this one is this one actually popped in while I was in the shower. Okay. And if you're a fellow idea getter message receiver, when you take your showers, drop, shoot me a message on social media at XO Megan Diaz. I'm curious to see who else is like me and gets these kind of messages and downloads and things that they want to share when they're in the water, in the shower, taking their baths. Um, but this one came in when I was in the shower and really what I was thinking of was I was thinking of my journey and how I've gotten to where I was. And I was thinking about the biggest challenges that I faced and what occurred to me was the biggest challenge was actually trusting myself. It wasn't the strategy. It wasn't the tactics for my business. It wasn't, um, coming up with offers. It wasn't coming up with pricing. It was trusting myself. It was the energetics that were related to trusting myself and all of the things that trusting myself led to that created the success that I'm living at this point in time. And the truth is, it's still one of the biggest challenges. It's an ongoing challenge. It's an ongoing evolution of trust, of getting deeper and more in depth in how I trust myself along my journey. And I can tell you right now, when I first started my business, that that self-trust was so small and it was hard to grasp. And I didn't even understand the value of it. And I think this is a very common thing. What I thought of while I was showering was that Every single person I've worked with and almost every single person I've spoken to that has gone on their own path to create their version of success, that has created a business, built a business, has had the same battles, struggle, things come up along the way about trusting themselves. Because here's the thing, as we grow up, 
as we get older, as we create our path in this world, right? The systems, the processes, the things that exist in this world tell us how we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to do, how we should show up in the world. Now, growing up as a child, I was always an overachiever, a people pleaser. I love to make people happy. I love to make people um, laugh. I love to be good at things, right? And it wasn't that I was forced to be, but I did feel like there were expectations that were set out for me to achieve certain things, to be good enough to do things. There were norms that existed that I had to, or I felt I had to live into. And what I believe to be true is that this happens for most of us. There are some kind of societal norms, there are some kind of systems, there are some kind of expectations that are placed in front of us that we feel like we have to live into. So we do. And as that happens, because it's outside forces that are directing our path, we begin to lose touch with our own sense of self. We begin to lose touch. We begin to lose touch with our own, our own intuition, really. When I think about it now, I think about myself as a child and even an adult, young adult, and I was very intuitive, very, very intuitive, right? I had, I would think something, I would do it, and it would end up being the right thing. But at the time, I didn't understand that that was a good thing. Because a lot of times, those intuitive things weren't exactly the norm, (laughs) right? It was the things that were against the norm, that were often my intuition pushing me to try and try to do. And a lot of times, that created a friction because society said no, Society said, you know, don't play on the boys' basketball team. (laughs) My intuition said, there isn't a girls' basketball team. I'm playing on the boys' team, right? Mom, dad, I'm going to get a spot. Those kind of things that pushed and motivated me to do things a little bit different were always the right things when I think back. But at the same time, there was all of these other restrictions and guidance about the path that I should follow. And it made it so that those things that I was like feeling the yes and the, that I should do for myself, I became more and more disconnected from them. And I think this happens to so many of us as we get older, as we follow the paths that are put out in front of us, as we live into expectations, as we do what we're told to do, as we do what we think we should do because it's what we see. And we lose track of things like our own intuition, our own sense of self. When I started my business, there was a, there was a huge leap of faith and a huge push of intuition that this was the right thing for me. But at the same time, I had this conflicting feeling that I didn't know what I needed to do that I needed to follow somebody else's path, that I needed to follow somebody else's strategy, that I needed somebody else to tell me what to do. And this is going to sound very familiar for many of you entrepreneurs, right? Those early stages of your business, when you are just getting started, you're looking to all of these outside sources 
for tips, for tricks, for recipes, for step-by-step guides, because you don't know what you don't know. And because we've been so become so disconnected from our own sense of self, from trusting ourselves, that's the only thing we know is to look outside of ourselves. And what I've learned and what I really wanted to dig into today is that for those of us who are on the path to entrepreneurship, for those of us who are taking a different path, who are trying to do something different, it's not that you shouldn't look outside for for help and support from people that have been there, people that have done that, people who have already done what you're trying to do and have experience in that area. But there is this deep rooted need to do it in a way where you are true to yourself, to reconnect to yourself before you even ask for that help, to understand and trust in yourself and to build that trust as you're on the path. Okay. For me, like I said, I was looking outside. I looked for experts. I joined courses. I had coaches and it wasn't that they were bad. Every single one of them helped me in some way, shape or form along my path. But what I really needed was to trust myself. The truth is my background was in strategy. My background was in the tactics of building businesses. That's what I knew. That's what I've been doing for over a decade with other businesses, with brands, helping them build their business, build their strategy, show up in the world, build processes that supported them. I knew the strategy. I knew the tactics, but I didn't trust myself to do it for myself. So I looked outside to experts and it wasn't a bad choice, like I said, But at the same time, there came a point where I realized it wasn't enough because what I really needed was me. What I really needed to know was what I wanted, what I was okay with, how to make choices on my own instead of looking to others to make the choice for me, right? A lot of the times we're looking to these experts for the answers, The yes, and it could be as simple as a yes, I should do this or no, I should not do this answer. And we're looking to them and we're seeing what they did and we think, well, they didn't do it, so it's a no. Here's the thing, just because they didn't do it doesn't mean it's not the right thing for you. This is where that trust of yourself, that understanding of yourself comes in. And it wasn't until I went through a couple coaches, a couple courses, a couple attempts at other people's strategies that I realized that's what was missing. I was missing myself. I was missing my own choices, my own decisions and doing the things that were right for me. And how this happened was I was actually in an experts program, right? I had, I had an expert, a really well-known coach that I was working in. And I was introduced to somebody who, um, was doing human design. Okay. So I got curious about human design and I was at the same time introduced to somebody who was a spiritual mentor. 
And it was like this, this opening of doors, right? Because the human design side of things got me curious and got me thinking about, okay, so I myself am a manifesting generator, which means I have sacral responses, which means I like feel it in my gut when things are a yes or a no. It's very clear feeling when it's a yes or a no. It's a hell yes when it's a yes. And when it's a no, it is a sinking gut feeling of a, "Uh uh-uh, don't do that. And I had never connected the dots to that. That hell yes feeling I felt in my gut is one that I have felt my entire life. I didn't always listen to it because I didn't realize what it was. But the times that I did, like I said, I'm going to be the girl on the basketball team. Check. That was me listening to my gut. Traveling across the country to go to college. Check. Me listening to my gut. Leaping from the workforce, from corporate America to begin a business. That was my gut. Those times that I listened to my gut, to that sacral hit of a yes, they were, they were hugely powerful in my life. And I hadn't even realized that that was me. That was how I, I tell myself what's okay and what's not okay. I didn't realize that that's how I feel a yes and a no. But when I got, to, got familiar, when I was introduced to human design, I, it opened my eyes to this idea like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I know more than I thought. And at the same time, I was connected to a spiritual mentor by the way, is absolutely amazing. And I'll have her on as a guest at some point in time, Falake B. Um, And she completely changed my life because she, again, that connection to me, that building trust with myself, connecting to me on a soul level so that I understood what my needs, my desires truly were. And it was when I had these two things happen that things began to explode in my business. This is when it became clear what offers I needed to have. I no longer was following other people's strategy. I began to move in my business in a way that felt good instead of forcing things. And it all started by me beginning to get to know and trust myself, okay? And what I want to talk through today is the simple practice that I began to begin this, to begin to trust myself. And it is a simple practice of noticing our minds, our bodies, our spirits, all of it is connected. And the first step to making any kind of change to beginning on any path is actually beginning to notice how things feel within your body within your heart, within your soul, how things feel, okay? So this is the simple practice of noticing what a yes feels like. As I explained for me, a yes is like a hit to my sacral. That's like, it's almost like a shockwave of yes, like feel good endorphin that shoots through my body. Whereas a no is like a pit and a very clear tightness that does not feel pleasant. 
and it radiates out up into my heart, into my entire body. It happens when I'm uncomfortable in situations. It happens when I feel like people aren't being truthful or when I'm not being truthful. It's the same feeling. It's like a, 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 a feeling of uncomfortableness that just radiates. Okay. And I want you to begin to notice that in yourself. What does a yes feel like? Something, and you can start with something super simple. Maybe you, you go out for your favorite meal. You choose what meal you want and you choose your favorite one. How does that make you feel? Where do you feel it in your body? How does the energy of it feel for you? And the same thing with a no. It doesn't have to be a huge life-changing no where you start. But the more familiar you get with the yes or no feeling in your body and energy of it, the easier it's going to be for you to identify it. And the easier it's going to be for you to trust what it's telling you. Because when you begin to trust what it's telling you, you begin to trust in yourself. You begin to notice what is true and what is not true for you. So then when things arise on the path that you're on, where you're uncertain, where you're unsure, when you aren't, aren't quite ready for the next step, you can begin to make choices that are aligned with you, that are right for you. When things arise that give you doubt, make you feel like you're not good enough, like you're not worthy enough, you can begin to notice what is true and what is not about the narratives that arise. And it all starts with identifying what a yes or a no feels like. It's a practice that as you move forward, if you maintain it and you grow it and you expand it, it's going to help you rise to the next level of your success. It's going to help you step into alignment and help you do the things that you need to do and that are right for you. So you can build your business, rise in your career, thrive in your life, and make things happen in the right ways for you, okay? Now, it take, like I said, it takes practice because you have to revisit it. You have to see and reconnect to yourself. You have to reconnect to yourself time and time again in order to maintain it. That's why things like meditation, mindfulness are such powerful things because they allow you to reconnect to your sense of self. They allow you to reconnect to your body and how things feel within your body and the energy that you embody. This is such a powerful part of living your success, okay? This was a game changer for me. I went from struggling, trying to follow other people's tactics, looking everywhere outside of me for the answers, to finding the answers within, feeling confident enough to put myself out there, to step into new levels of leadership. Uh, hello, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think brought this here? Right? This is part of the journey of trusting myself, of owning who I am and being so connected to myself that I believe in what I'm saying. It's part of the journey and it's such an important part. So, I encourage you to begin to practice. Simply notice what is a yes? How does it feel? 
What's the energy of a yes for you? Where does it show up in your body? And what's a no? The same thing. And then begin to make choices based on this. The more you make the choices that are right for you, the more you're going to build that self-trust. And the more you build that self-trust, the further you're going to be able to go on your road to success. That's it. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll chat soon. Thanks for listening to Living Your Success. If you want to hear more from me, go ahead and give me a follow on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, I'm on all the things at Diaz. And if you're interested in finding out how your business can better support your version of success, go ahead and visit my website, megandiazcoaching.com.